The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Do we distill our work as homeschooling parents down to its essence so we can stay focused and inspired day after day, no matter what? That's the question, I think. It's a big one, I know, but so worth considering. That's why in this episode, I want to talk all about the essence of holistic homeschooling. Because when we focus on this essence rather than the shoulds, we can feel freer. We're freed up to meet our children's needs, to look at them and meet them right where they are and not be so hindered by others' expectations. Whether you've purchased a packaged curriculum or are setting out on your own, you can plan your own homeschool lessons in a manageable fashion. It's really all about understanding that essence of holistic education, including things like grasping the stages of child development, the truth about customizing curriculum, how rhythm can help you, and then bringing it all together with block learning, the lively arts, and of course, being practical about your own family's needs. But it all starts with the essence of holistic education or holistic homeschooling, the foundational principles that are your starting point and that will allow you to feel grounded as a teacher and leader in your homeschool. So today I want to talk about some of those guiding principles of holistic education and more specifically holistic homeschooling. Let's start 
by talking about educational approaches. And I want to tell you just a little snippet of my own story. For me, this takes me all the way back to my very first job. I've always loved books. So after graduating with an English degree, I started working in New York City as a publicist for a major book publisher. It's funny that even earlier toward the end of my undergraduate years, so many people would ask me what I was going to do with my degree as an English major. And the question was often, are you going to be a teacher? And my answer was always an emphatic, no, I'm not going to teach. It's ironic now. I was so adamant that I wasn't going to be a teacher. But after working in book publishing for a few years, I decided to go back to school to get my master's degree in teaching. So when I was in grad school, we studied mostly mainstream approaches to education. The only alternative I remember even discussing was Montessori. The Waldorf approach was never mentioned. After I graduated, I taught high school English in an urban area and was so discouraged that I didn't renew my contract after that first year. I just felt like the spark, the curiosity, the light in the students' eyes, that spark of creativity was already gone. So I decided I needed to learn more about other approaches, more hands-on approaches was my thinking, and start with the early years. So I went to work with my master's degree in hand as an assistant in a Montessori three- to six-year-old classroom. Now, I learned a lot in all of those experiences. Through all my classroom teaching, I developed a strong belief that building learning around projects, units of study, and keeping things really hands-on and experiential was the most effective approach to learning. Keeping children interested, engaged, and active in their learning. So fast forward, after getting married and having kiddos of my own, I never expected to homeschool because I was trained as a classroom teacher. So my vision for our family was that I would teach at the local public school where my kiddos would go and we'd all have summers off. But then when it came time for our oldest to start preschool, I went in to observe in several classrooms and quickly realized that that setting was not going to work for him at that age. It just wasn't a good fit. We needed a different plan. That's when we started exploring homeschooling. And soon after, I discovered the Waldorf approach, and it really drew me in, especially the hands-on, engaging, lively arts, and the idea of teaching in main lesson blocks of three to six weeks. It really matched what I already knew about effective education, what I had experienced as a teacher up until that point. There is now so much current research that can actually support holistic education and Waldorf in particular. I'll share a little bit more about that shortly. So let's dive into this idea of the essence of holistic homeschooling serving as a strong foundation. This is really the crux of my entire teaching career, both as a classroom teacher and as a homeschooling parent, including the vision that I created for my family. And when you get clear on these principles, I think you'll feel like you're standing on more solid ground as well. 
From the beginning of my journey as a homeschooling parent, here is what has inspired me particularly about the Waldorf approach, the focus on child development, that the curriculum actually matches the stages of child development, block learning, as I mentioned, that subjects are scheduled in blocks of three to six weeks in order to go deeper no textbooks, that instead children make their own main lesson books to record their learning, and that the mindset of the parent or teacher, us, our mindset and how we are thinking about things and our own personal growth is just as important as the lessons that we're planning and teaching. And just to be clear, I want you to know that, yes, I love Waldorf. I love the Waldorf approach. And at the same time, I find that the wisdom of Waldorf is very customizable and compatible with other educational approaches. That's really why everything that I do, everything I offer at Art of Homeschooling is never dogmatic. There's no one right way to do this homeschooling thing. There is a universality in these principles that I think will help you bring holistic educational experiences to your children, no matter what your beliefs are or what curriculum you use or what approach you choose. Above all, I want to encourage you as the homeschooling parent to really look at your children and bring them what they need. All right, let's talk just for a moment about a few educational terms here. I want to be clear that to me, these principles apply to both hands-on and experiential learning, as well as this idea of holistic homeschooling, where we're educating the whole child, head, heart, and hands, you might say, or body, mind, and spirit. So all of these terms and distinctions, they really began to emerge in the field of education around the 1980s, and they apply to the Waldorf approach, to Montessori, and to other hands-on and engaging approaches as well. But interestingly, the approaches were developed before the terms were, and I just find that fascinating. So I wanted to be clear that these terms can sometimes be used interchangeably, particularly hands-on learning and experiential learning. And then there's this idea of looking at the whole child. So I'm bringing all of that into consideration here. So when we started on our homeschooling journey in my family, I made a list of what I saw as the true essence of education, the most important guiding principles of teaching and learning. And I kept this list where I could see it, review it regularly, and remind myself what was really most important so that I would feel inspired day to day in my homeschooling life. So as we explore a few of these principles today, the principles of education, parenting even, holistic homeschooling, I encourage you to create a list like this of your own to guide you on your journey. 
This list is actually now published in my Homeschool Simplicity ebook. I'm going to talk through just a few of the items that are on the list, but if you want to explore more, please go check out the details about the Homeschool Simplicity bundle. And that includes not just the ebook, but some video trainings and planning templates and a whole lot more. So you can go to artofhomeschooling.com slash simplicity bundle and find out more. All right, three guiding principles that I want to talk about today in regards to the essence of holistic homeschooling. And here are the three that I'm going to touch on. The first one is reverence. Really, this means teaching with a sense of awe and wonder. And number two is embracing block learning, (laughs) that you can go deep with the material for an extended period of time. And number three is starting with the experience before the explanation. So let me just say a little bit about each of these. Reverence. We want our children to develop a sense of reverence for the world and the people in their lives. And the way we do this is by immersing them, all of us, immersing all of us in beauty, as well as by experiencing the awe and wonder in life and the world around us. When we infuse reverence into all that we do, this sense can grow in our children. As we explore nature, as we love on our pets, as we experience artistic activities, as we talk with each other, all of these can be done with a sense of reverence and respect. This can then form a strong foundation for learning about the world, whether you're studying history or science or literature. Let's start with reverence. All right, the second principle is block learning. Over and over again, as a homeschooler, first as a classroom teacher, and then as a homeschooler, I have been surprised at how block learning helps with the teaching and the learning. So it helps us as the parent and it helps our children. It allows us to bring a topic to our children and then let it rest to come back to it later for a fresh start. (laughs) It allows us to dive more deeply into one subject at a time. Interestingly, these days, there's so much current research that can actually support holistic education. And regarding block learning, there are many schools that have begun using this approach. Much of the research and the experience on block learning in particular focuses around high schools. There's one study, a Boston University study in 2020, found that block scheduling improved student performance, it reduced teacher and student stress, and improved relationships. This is from a study called The Impact of Block Scheduling on Student Learning and Achievement from Boston University in the spring of 2020, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes. In English language arts education, which was my first love in the field of education, there is now a movement toward what's known as knowledge-rich content and spending more time on a subject in order to help students build their knowledge about the world, which in turn helps improve learning outcomes. 
Here is a great quote from the Knowledge Matters campaign, which is supported by many educational theorists and leading education journalists, such as Natalie Wexler. Quote, knowledge-rich programs spend considerably more time from three to eight weeks per topic and dive deeply into core texts while other curricula prioritize a focus on isolated skills or standards and only touch on texts and topics as their vehicle for doing so, end quote. The goal of going deeper is to bring more substantive learning as opposed to a more superficial approach. This is similar to a mantra that I often share with homeschoolers, go deep, not wide. And the third principle I want to touch on today is the experience before the explanation. This is one of my favorite principles of holistic education because it improved my teaching more than anything else. So much of mainstream education relies on the teacher giving a lecture or explaining a subject to the students, giving them information. Then, Maybe the students get to do an experiment or try out an activity related to that topic. But with experiential learning, we flip this around and offer the experience before the explanation. We do this with stories of explorers in history where we can put ourselves in their shoes. We do this by engaging in a science experiment and observing what happens before we dive into why. We do this by planting a garden to learn about farming. From an educational perspective, this is in keeping with what's known as experiential learning. The process of learning through experience or more narrowly defined as learning by doing and then reflection on the doing. We offer the experience before the explanation in order to bring the learning alive and make it less abstract. So those are the three keys in the essence of holistic education that I wanted to bring to your attention today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode focusing on the essence as opposed to the curriculum. Like I said in the beginning, when we focus on this essence rather than the shoulds, then we can feel freer to meet our children's needs, their individual needs, and not be hindered by other expectations or by what we think we're supposed to be doing. In our homeschools, we have the opportunity every day to go deeper into content through our conversations, reading related books, and spending time together exploring a topic over an extended period of time. Homeschooling can and ought to be simple. It ought to be inspiring and doable. We also want it to be sustainable in the long run. And simplifying is the fast track to your happiness. I encourage you to use these guiding principles and the essence of holistic homeschooling as your starting point. This is my passion and why I put together the Homeschool Simplicity Bundle. You can find out more about the bundle and read the show notes for this episode that includes links to the research I mentioned at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 121. Thanks so much for joining me today and I'll see you next time. That's all for today, my friend. 
But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.